Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. Something that you told me stayed in my head all night long. You wanted me to love you when you said. They tell a woman, be transformed. No, they say, they say, be conformed to this world. The women come in Israel, they want to be conformed to this world and say, I don't, I don't, I'm not in the mood. He go and get some anyway. She go, you rape me. This babe, huh? That's not rape. Can you read the verse again? Yes, sir. Verse four. The wife have not power of her own body, but the husband. You see that? But she don't believe that. You know why? Because she's not been transformed in her mind. She, her mind is America's mind. This is what Paul is showing us. Her mind is TV. You rape me. You're not supposed to do what I don't want you to do. Where say Lava? The Bible just tells you don't have power over there. She don't believe that. <laughs> That's why these old American Negro peens, uh-uh. She don't believe that thing. So, bruh, here she go. I got a headache. I mean, I got a headache. Soon as she come through the door, babe, here's an aspirin. I don't need no aspirin. I ain't got no headache. Good. Get undressed and get in the bed. That's how you handle that. The hell is this? Did you hold my back? Oh, my back. Well, you can just lay on your stomach. Then you'll be all right. The hell is this? Anybody got time for that? Yeah, then, then, then the sister get mad because some other woman caught his, her husband's attention. And then we get the phone calls and the emails. My husband ain't right. Welcome to Real Black Country, the Foreign Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, beloved, we're going to have some grown folks talk. Because we're going to be talking about sex and freaking and speaking. So, you know, um, no, this conversation, beloved, is not for the babies. You know, we're going to um, we're gonna sit down with nephew and them, though. We're going to get them some good game and sons and grandsons and brothers and you know we just gonna give some good game beloved how about that grown folks conversation <laughs> we're gonna talk about bacon some bread beloved how about that <laughs> we just gonna have fun and we just gonna enjoy ourselves right now you know uh the opening clip beloved is the uh a clip from the good pastor right the good bishop you know and he did it in his own way. It sounds a little rapey. It sounds like some strong arm and shit. So we ain't condoning none of that. You know, um, we're not going to make excuses for any man that say what they say. They got to stand on it themselves. Even though we know sometimes, you know, men in the cloth, um, they say certain things off the cuff that I don't know. You know, people are listening. They're recording. I don't know. You know, he just said whatever he said. He pulled a verse. Of, I don't know. You know. Let me make one thing clear. No, 
means no. Maybe means no. I don't know also means no. And guess what? A confident yes under the influence also means no. What we will speak to though, beloved, is what we felt as though was the underlying message he was trying to give. And that underlying message is obligation, right? And, you know, so often, beloved, you can get lazy in your marriage and you start to result in looking for what I call obligation sex. And in my estimate, beloved, that is the sex that you definitely want to stay away from. You don't want no parts of that. You don't want no obligation pussy. That's the, I'm your husband and I've been to work for eight hours and for 10 hours and 12 hours. And I just should be able to come home and jump in the shower, eat my food and just jump on top of you. And then that's just how it goes. What did I do to, no, I'm just your husband. I, because I'm your husband, this belong to me. And I can, now I'm going to pull a verse out. We got to the place now. We finna you. But I always said, beloved, the religious game is tricky because, you know, oftentimes you see it's used to protect the place where it comes from. We're talking about religion. And then it's, they double back and swing around and use religion also to control a woman's sexuality. All of this based on a woman saying she don't feel like it. So I'm like, all right, this will make a good conversation. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's all about baking bread. <laughs> it's all about baking bread. And we're going to explain that later. And then I just, I want to say this because I'm not, I ain't taking it for nobody, but I will say this. Um, I sincerely doubt if that good pastor, the good bishop meant what he said when he said it. You know what I mean? Uh, because there's other videos floating around of people that follow him that's saying completely the I mean the the absolute complete opposite of what he was just saying you know what I mean because that's that's rape brother we ain't we ain't when a woman say nah that means nah period we ain't gonna get around that that's that's what that is hey fam what part of no don't you understand you know that no mean no and you trying to turn my no into a yes is a no-go, right? But again, we're going to talk about obligation pussy. And beloved, we're going to try to encourage other techniques where the young men in their marriage can get what we call gravitational pussy. That just mean pussy off attraction. It's just y'all are pulling towards each other, right? And the elders used to always tell us, beloved, um, you want to get between two legs, the best thing to use is two ears. Did you catch that? That's all right. We having a podcast. I'll say it again. If you want to get between two legs, the best technique to use is two ears. All you got to do is just listen to a woman. Women walk around and they tell you their love language all the time. It's not that hard to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? But again, I'm going to stand on this point because we're going to talk about two different positions. Avoid obligation pussy at all costs. I just got some tires put on your car. You owe me some pussy. I got your oil changed. You owe me some pussy. I went to work today 
and I did all that, you know, I'm building the devil's kingdom and I come back home, I'm entitled to some pussy. No, man, we, we, we're dealing with real people with real feelings. Somebody got a headache, open up your ears and ask her why, what's going on? Is there anything I can do to help you with your headache, baby? I ain't worried about no pussy now. You ain't even feeling good. Oh, just, you know, the good, the good reverend say, um, you ain't, you tired, just roll on over your stomach or something like, man, you fuck. <laughs> he just gonna, he just gonna pump a corpse, son. Huh? He gonna pump you just laying down. You halfway sleep. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> he say, the hell with your feelings, sis. I just gotta get my rocks off. All right. All right. Well, let's have a conversation about that. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> if you come to the village, the elders, they teach you, beloved, that um, before you put that bread in the oven, warm it up. All you got to do is keep that oven warmed up. If you like toast, right? The way that we were taught to make toast is that uh, we were taught to turn the oven on first. And then while the oven is warming up, we we'll come get that piece of bread. We put butter on it. We'll get that tray and then we'll put it in the oven and then surely we can pull it out. We got good toast. Now, if you do something different in your household, because what it sounds like is a lot of men is waking up and um, they're pulling that bread out. They're putting that butter on it and they sticking that butter with that bread in the oven and then they going off to work. And then they maybe go up to the gym. We talking about eight hours later, 10 hours later, they make it back to the house. And then they see that is, uh, there's no toast there <laughs> because they left the oven off. The oven was cold. It'd been cold all day. And it's hard to get you a, a piece of toast, beloved, when the oven has been cold all day. So let's have a conversation, nephew. All the young bloods that's married. And let's just talk about making good toast. How about that, right? Many of us, when we wake up, we begin the day with the prayer, right? We're thankful to see the next day. And then we also start off with some exercise. After the exercise, the technique I want to invite you guys to is affirmations. Right. Let's add that on to our day. Now, there's two type of affirmations, right? There's affirmations that you say when you by yourself. You know what I mean? Uh, on your way to work, you may say, I am successful. I am confident. I am powerful. I'm strong. I am. Um, I am an unstoppable force of nature. You know, uh, you just you perform these affirmations when you by yourself. Right. And then when you have a spouse, there's affirmations that you do together as a couple. So like for an example, like in my household, we call it the uh, the Ten Commandments of Affirmation. So it depends on how like your day to day is, because some couples, you know, you may have to do this over the phone because you wake up and you leave for work before she do. Or some couples, y'all wake up at the same time. This is the best way. If you wake up at the same time, everybody got the kids uh, get the kids ready for school or work or whatever the case may be but everybody's up in the morning you guys can do couples affirmation together face to face um this is when you look at each other and you sew into each other right so like in my situation 
we do 10. You do this exercise, you make and do 10 or 15, 20. You can do how many you want. But I'm just saying, as far as my household is concerned, we do 10. I, I have five. She have five. So this is this is a practice where you look your spouse in the eye before you leave off to work. And you say, I was so knowledgeable to my wife. My wife was so knowledgeable to me. I was so understanding into my wife. My wife was so understanding into me. I was so patient into my wife. My wife was so patient into me. And then I give five of them. She'll turn around and she'll give five. We hug, we kiss, boom, I'm out the door for work. That's how we started off in the morning, right? Now, this is young young blood. This is, I'm going to let your uncle VJ, we're talking about keeping their oven warmed up. All right. So this is how I begin my day. Now, when you're separated from each other from by work, or gym or whatever the case may be. You always want to stay in constant contact with your spouse. As much as you can. You know what I mean? And then when you are around each other. There's things that you must do physically to increase. Because you want to build up your intimacy level. You want to build that up. And you do this by a practice of hugging. And cuddling. And embracing. And do things like take showers together, bike ride together, go to the park together, walk, exercise together, go fishing. There's things that you do as a couple to build up intimacy, right? Like, you know, for my old lady birthday, I took a parasailing. We went up, jumped on a boat, went up in a... It's just certain things that you do. It builds intimacy between the couples, right? All right. We talking about keeping that oven warm. We talking about making that toast, right? All right. It is very important that you always speak into your old lady. And then it's also important that your old lady speak into you. So the practice and the exercise of affirmations is just new to a lot of people, but it's something that you can put in your tool bag to just increase the intimacy in your marriage. Now, once you have this going on in the morning and you guys speak to each other regularly, it doesn't stop when you guys are making love. It doesn't stop when you guys are having sex. This is what I would encourage young people to do. Not pull out a verse. I'm not, this ain't no shade, beloved, but I ain't, I ain't finna. We're humans. You know what I mean? If you want to get between her legs, the, the, the two legs, the best thing to use is, is your two ears to figure that out. So we're just so we're just building intimacy. We're building intimacy. And when you're making love, the point I was going to make is you still do affirmations during the lovemaking process. So while you make a love, you just tell your wife, I love being in your arms. You're so powerful. You're such an amazing wife. I'm grateful to have you. You know, you just you're speaking and and this is nothing new. For our village. Now we always our uncles always taught us to do this. Now, granted, they may have gave us a perverted kind of like a, a comical kind of way they said because you know it ain't nothing for your uncles to say, yeah, man. When you in that thing, I, yeah, you love daddy dick. Yeah, I, I you you want this, dick? you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, our uncles are always talking about how they talking shit while they making love to a woman, but that's real. They give us, I mean, I don't know. I don't, some of the shit my uncles told me, I don't know if they really were saying this shit. But talking while making love, they're no, they're, that's an old school. They're sowing seeds into that woman. They're sowing into that woman. But 
if the you know we can do a role reversal when women is talking it's doing the same thing to us you making love to a woman she's like oh daddy i feel all this oh it's i love this night we're like god damn you get the really goddamn oh you get the <laughs> so i'm gonna kill this pussy <laughs> don't let no goddamn oh i love this dick daddy you're like oh lord i'm finna goddamn beat <laughs> And it be fresh water too. Keep saying that. That's great. Keep saying it. Just keep saying it. Keep saying it out loud. Keep saying that. That's great. Keep saying it. Just keep saying it. Keep saying it out loud. But that's when a woman is sowing a seed into you. She's these are affirmations. Now, what if you own that your old lady and she just said, baby, you're great. Baby, you're going to take over the world. Baby, you're so powerful. Because now doing this, when you have this sexual energy floating, you're the most open and the most vulnerable doing sex. You're open. So you speaking into your wife while y'all open. She's speaking into you while you're open, right? But what you do not want to do, beloved, you do not want to pivot ever in your relationship. You know what I'm saying? And start going for some obligation sex. No, you don't want that. Gravitational sex. Let's go back, right? Let's. How about we do this? Let's go back in memory lane. Let's go back to the 90s, right? When your brother VJ was a teen. And you know, it's some dating, it's some mingling, and some smashing going on, right? I'm going to show you an example of gravitational pull. I want to say, and I'm not proud of this, beloved. I want to say that... Um, 80%, 75-80% of the females that I slept with as a single man, I did it, I want to say, in the first week or the first 10 days. Now, I tried to smash on the first day because they're just, my uncles, man, they from the bricks. They just kind of, they schooled me to kind of be this way. You know what I'm talking about? All right. How I would do it, though, is that I mastered the technique of when I first meet a young lady, whether I met at the mall or some house party or one of the bars or clubs somewhere, something like that. I kind of mastered the art of saying, you know, when I first meet her, I make it I make it my business to say, I don't want to talk about sex. I'm not interested in sex for the first six to eight months. I just want to get to know you. That's what that's the first can line I'm coming out. What I've learned is that. When you take it off the table, it's something about a female not feeling obligated. She don't want to feel obligated. Y'all talking on the phone, y'all hanging out, y'all might have, you know, she don't want to feel obligated to do nothing. Once you take the obligation off the table, what I figured out is that it just does, they do the opposite. They jump on that mattress even faster. So, okay, boom. I say, yo, I don't want to, I'm not interested in sex for the first six to eight months. My mind is not even going to be there. You know what I'm saying? I just want to get to know you, blah, 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 the whole thing. What I did know, though, was that allowed me to get into a house with her sooner by ourselves. You know what I mean? In the room by ourselves, hotel, motel, whatever the case may be. And I already knew just I just knew once you put a, a man and a woman in a room. By nature, we're going to pull together. The sexual energy is going to pull us together by nature. You just let the gravitational pull do what it does. You you don't have to do nothing special. Sex is not really, really that special like that. It's more needed than special. It became taboo because niggas got egos and shit like that. Females got egos too. But it's more, it's it's an act of nature. Nature's going to pull you together just through the attraction level 
by itself. That's just, you don't have to work on that. All right. That's just the gravitational pull between a man and a woman. Now, as a young man, I have always been a giver in my life period. Young man, middle age, older. I just always been a giver. I don't mind giving. I ain't never had no problem giving women money, taking women. You know, your money is really, if you hang it with me, your, your money is really no good to me. You know, because a lot of the, my activity, you running around with me. So I'm a um, midday lunch kind of guy. Uh, I like doing a lot of dinner dates, movie dates. Uh, I might pop from one city to this city. You just rolling with me. Your money is no good. You know what I'm saying? So being that your money is not good, I'm just enjoying your company. I'm going to pay for everything. Um, I do this naturally. Now. If I'm with a female and this shorty, she try to make it like I'm obligated to do this because I'm with her. I'm obligated to open the doors for her now. You know, I'm obligated to pay for lunch. I'm ob- just now nah, that's that, that's going to change the mood in me. Something that I would naturally do because you, you, you know, you switched up the energy on me by saying I have to do this to be with you. It's, it's weird how human behavior work. Now, I, I, all of a sudden, I'm not going to want to do it no more. I'm like, nah, I ain't interested in nobody trying to, it's like they trying to make me do something. I'm like, I'm not interested in that. Beloved, that is normal human behavior. When somebody is pushing or trying to push you to do something because obligation, you're like, man, I don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't change when you get married. That was the two examples I gave you of just gravitating to somebody naturally. And trying to push somebody to do something obligation-wise. You don't want to do it. You don't even want to put your spouse in that trick bag that they got to do it just because they married you five years ago, ten years ago. Just because. No, man. You got to keep doing what you must do. Now, while we're building with our wives, some things can be deeper than just surface level. That's why if it gets too crazy, like your old lady ain't never, you know, uh, she's never in the mood or whatever the case may be. You got to check hormones sometimes. You you bought some Jordans. It ain't going to, it costs you a little change. It doesn't, it ain't going to hurt nothing to get a hormone test. Sometimes you got to get that estrogen level checked out. Sometimes you got to get that testosterone level checked out because that, that small amount of testosterone that's in women that's a big part of her sexual desire though you got to take over as man of the house you got to take over that refrigerator beloved just saying oh you need to give me this because you no 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 it's deeper than that that sex drive get low with your wife it's deeper than that sometimes bro check the hormones work on that refrigerator first Cause our people culturally we eat some bullshit foods they're not energy foods some of these foods and drinks that we you know we take it to our bodies it kills the sex drive it don't build the sex drive it's killing the sex drive that's why I don't, I don't do distilled water I get that shit I don't do distilled water I don't do sodas we do spring water do some avocado do some watermelon do some bananas some strawberries do things that increase the sex drive it increase the sexual desire do some chocolates, man. Get rid of that goddamn white bread and all that fucking soul food and these ribs and shit, barbecue, hamburgers, all this old goddamn McDonald's 
processed ass food. Get rid of that shit. All this old fast food, man. It's man, uh uh-uh. uh. That's killing the sex drive. Don't you know, beloved? Something as simple as exercise will increase a woman's sex drive. That's why you know uh female <laughs> that's why you know female police officers get a bad rap. That's why uh sisters in the military they get a bad rap because it's like they always freaking, but they in sh- they in shape, they always exercise, you know. Because <laughs> they got the energy to be freaking. And then here it is, your old lady, you know, because uh, a lot of brothers, man, they got their old their wives working 40 hours a week, which I think is entirely too much for a woman to work. Um, I'm cool with part-time. I mean, every man got to run their household like they see fit, right? Let me just put that on the table. But I'm like, yo, if your sex life is important to you, I mean, I'm just doing the, the quick math, right? I'm like, okay, she going to do 40 hours a week, which is um, 160 hours a month. And then she's dealing with the personalities on the job. The co-workers, she may have some dickhead managers. Okay, so this is all because we all know so goes the mind, so goes the body. A person that can be mentally fatigued, it's going to fall onto the body. But I'm just thinking, okay, this is the job. Then if you got children or she got children, all your kids may be together or she may have a baby daddy to deal with or one of your baby mamas to deal with, that's going to fall on the mental. Then she have to deal with her family. Then your family, that's going to fall into the mental. So it's so many relationships that she got to entertain. Um, something on the mental going to fall on the body. You know what I mean? Th- this is why, you know, um, you know, mama and I may have to do all that kind of shit. Daddy went out, he worked. But mama, she didn't have to, you know, she didn't entertain all like she just had the, the household to deal with just immediate families and that's it she didn't have to deal with working like that and then coming home and you know what i'm saying because you know hell i always you know you just gotta look at it like shit you know these modern women they be tired they got two kids they have to be burned up uh, damn mom and them had 13 14 kids and you know <laughs> daddy probably had a couple kids outside of that but they ain't had no problem in that bedroom you know what I mean? Because, and then you had to think about the diet that they ate at that time. You know, uh, mom and them wasn't raised on Pepsis and Coca-Colas all the time and all these caffeine, these drinks filled with all this caffeine and this soda and, you know, everybody got to have a Mountain Dew every day and all these fences and Fagos and, nah, just some water, probably some booze and sweet tea. They didn't really go no further than that. But, beloved, you got to learn how to keep that oven warmed up, man. You want to put that bread on. You want to make some toast. That oven got to stay warm, young blood. And it's just, you know, um, you know, religious leaders sometimes, man, they not, they not. It, it's like a fine line of dealing with human behavior and listening sometimes. Because, again, you, you know. I'm just saying how I look at things, beloved. You got to avoid when it comes to having that spouse, man, you got to avoid this obligation type of pussy because it ain't going to work. Now we're going to have to talk about a twist that I got to bring to the table that, you know, we just do this kind of shit on our podcast because this is what we do. <laughs> you know, if you keep pushing this obligation pussy that you're trying to get from your old lady it's all about obligation you just i work i deserve this i work yeah 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 i get it 
But you know who gonna creep right in and gonna play that card just a little different than you? That side nigga ain't playing that, that hand that you play. He not playing that hand. See, that side nigga understands that it's about that gravitational pussy. He ain't worried about no obligation because he, this is your wife. She ain't obligated to him no way. But you, what he is going to do is he's going to create an environment where she do things because she wants to, not because she have to. See, when she come back home to you, she have to give it to you. She have to fuck you because you niggas is catching attitudes at the crib. Now they got their chest poked out and their cheeks poked out because they ain't getting none at home. Now she's pressured to do something. You didn't meet her like that. She wasn't pressured when you met her. Everything was gravitational. Now things changed because you got so busy building the devil's kingdom. And you know, the devil showed you you got a new job, new career. You want to make five or six businesses and all that. You all right, I get it. Ain't nothing wrong with that black man. Do your thing. You building up his kingdom so good. What about yours? What about your kingdom at the house? You talking to all your all the you got a great relationship with all the devil's customers. What about your old lady? How much time do you stop and break and talk to her? Sowing power into her. Speaking highly up into her. On her. Around her. How much do you do that? What you doing to keep the oven warm over there, big dog? What you doing? Because sometimes we get caught up in just Doing regular shit that men do, and I need a reward. I need a reward for paying the rent in the mortgage. I need a reward for paying my car note and yours. Yeah, I'm all right. I got you. Need a what? What you doing with that? I mean, I hear all what you're paying, but what you doing to heat that oven up? You speaking nice? Come on, let's talk, beloved. You you talking nice, or you got an attitude, or you gonna pull out a verse? You got you a verse too, because the good rev he had his verse ready. He once he. Looked over, somebody called something. He said, hey, your body don't belong in the high. What's your what's the verse you go to? Because I'm a, all I'm gonna tell you, beloved, is this. You want to get between two legs, you don't need number two ears to do that. That's our nigga, he listening. He's complimenting. Might do a little lunch, might do a little money, small gifts. He's he's complimenting, he's building her up. And you know what? Ain't no screens attached over there. She can just relax over there. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Every time she tell you, you her husband, she say, I'm so tired. You get an attitude. Damn, that mean I ain't finna get no pussy tonight. Man, goddamn, you always tired. I'm so sick of this shit. So she get off the phone. All right, damn, she feel, feel a little down. She called Jody up, that side nigga. I'm so tired. He say, don't worry about it, baby. Just come over here and just relax. You ain't got to do nothing. Just... Let me come over here. Let me rub your feet. Let me give you a massage. Let me take that, that stress off you, baby girl. Just come over here. And you know what? She goes right over that motherfucker. But she got some energy. Go over there. Because he giving her some energy. Now you mad. <laughs> God damn it. I'm at this house. I'm horny. And you got that running in the street. And you telling me no. Yeah, 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 yeah. We ain't condoning no. Come on, none. This is real black content the form podcast, beloved. We not condoning nobody dealing with no side pieces because we, we feel as though that. See, uh, side niggas and side bitches ain't nothing but the modern day KKK. They just hang around long enough to break up the black family. So you got to be on your general shit. But I'm just talking like this is just how it typically goes. You got caught up in that trick bag. You, you got your old lady. 
tied into some obligation pussy. Obligation sex. Boy, that shit get... But you got to just think to yourself, beloved. Now, what if somebody pushed you and made you obligated to do certain things? Like, you just got to do that shit. It's going to change the energy, man. You don't want nobody like, damn, I, I do this because I want to. I mean, don't put it on my back like I just got to do this. It's, it's going to change the energy. So what you what you doing that with her for? Uh, I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to leave it right there, nephew. When you get you some time, though, I want you to uh, I want you to practice some exercises of affirmation. Speaking to your old lady. When y'all wake up in the morning, speak it to her. Let her speak it to you. Give her two or three texts. Call if you can. If you got the devil's job, reach out to her. Call her from the plantation. And then when you get back, increase, just increase, increase, increase. That's all we're working on. Increase. You want to be able to get that level high, bro. That intimacy level, you want to get it high. Mind, body, and soul. We're going to feed the body. Take over the refrigerator. We're, gonna, we're feeding the soul. We're feeding the emotions. This is what positive talking affirmations do. We're feeding the soul. And once you keep those tanks up, then you ain't going to have no problem getting no toast because that oven going to stay warm all the time. But even your physical car, Deb, you keep running your physical car around. You got you to gotta constantly put gas in it. You have to, you have to keep... You know, that, as they say, when you pop the hood, say, man, we topped off everything. The coolant got topped off. The wiper fluid got topped off. The oil is good. We topped off everything. We're going to keep everything at the high level. That's how you keep shit running. But if you just so busy at the devil's job or you so busy, I don't know, man. Niggas be so busy doing all, watching the goddamn football game. I don't know. At the way, you know, way some of these guys talk about selling, man, y'all niggas need to get y'all one of these. These $600 blow up dolls. <laughs> these the nice ones that look like humans. <laughs> these niggas need some blow up dolls. They, hey, once they get married, they don't want to do no work no more, goddamn. They ain't, when the last time you been on a dinner date? Goddamn, get off that devil's job sometime, man. Take your old lady on the lunch. I mean, you'd be surprised how many black wives don't even go on lunch dates, breakfast dates, dinner dates. But you always want that dick wet, huh? Huh. We got a lot of work to do. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening, beloved. Thank you guys for hanging out. This is indeed Real Black Contents Form Podcast, beloved. This is your brother, Vijay. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace. Thanks for viewing the podcast. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel on all social media platforms. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. And we out this piece.